gentlemen, to something that was in the making for some time, and then I got lazy and threw it to the wayside because I shit the bed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Inner Circle Jerks. Uh, I am always as Aries Edge from Dishing Up Clicks, and with me, my counterpart from Clicks Nexus, the one and only Joe Pangrazio. Howdy. Um, so this is going to be something that is going to be uh, podcast friendly for all. I don't know how to do that because I'm an idiot. That's why I just stick to doing live videos because you hit a button and you talk into a, uh, a screen. And that's why I do that. So Joe is on to lend me his ear and his wisdom and to help me along with the audio process because I'm an idiot. Uh, and this is going to be something that is going to be driven by the both of us, but also um, to work alongside of both of our projects. As you all know, I am from Dishing Up Clicks, Dishing Up Clicks live videos, and so on and so forth will continue. And uh, contrary to popular belief, there is only one person who works on Clicks Nexus, and that is Joe Pangrazio. He doesn't have uh, a dozen people working uh, for the website or anything like that. So if stuff is put into the, the unit section, it is Joe and only Joe doing that. I, even I don't help him with Clicks Nexus because that's too much work. Yeah, no, like dozens of people have offered and there's still only one person working on it. <laughs> uh, I mean, less hands in the... It's true, it's true. In, the, in there, you know, there's all of a sudden they start screwing up code and they have to go... Ugh, that's why I'm, I'm getting anxiety already thinking about... And that's why, like, that. right, or, right or wrong, when I screw up, at least I just know that I screwed up. Like, and then I go, okay, why did I do that? Oh, I was up too late. Well, I'm going to stop earlier next time. So, yeah, just one more, just one more, uh, you know, dial, just one more dial, just one, just one more dial. Why did I forget to just enter the numbers? I just entered all the info at the top and it has a blank dial. Fuck. And it's just, yep. Yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> I, I have basically the. The, the placeholders for them all, but actually no information in there whatsoever. Super fantastic. Um, so yeah, so what basically what we're going to be doing is we, we see we know a lot of podcasts that uh, cover your meta needs. So we're not going to be doing that. We will talk about competitive play and we will talk about uh, tournaments that are upcoming and things like that. But this is going to be more talking about rules, talking about your weekly or monthly um, information that is brought out by WizKids or other people in the um, in the community. Um, talking about the formats, the different formats, why we prefer casual play or sealed play or Silver Age, uh, things like that, giving you uh, helpful tips on how to get better in some of those uh, as well. Uh, I mean, you can't talk about Heroclix without talking about competitive play. I don't like saying meta. I feel like that's, I don't know. It's always been competitive play. I don't know when we started calling it meta, but I call it when, when we got play. a bunch of magic players, that's, oh, that's what happened when there was yes. an influx of magic players. Cause that's the terms they use. I've started thinking about calling it sports clicks. Cause I think that's a more apt cause like a weekly venue can be competitive, but when you're talking about the big, Oh, being important. I don't know. It was just a thought I had. I always want to use different words. Didn't we have sports clicks though? We had ML. I think we had MLB, MLB sports clicks. Might yes. have been sports clicks. Yeah. I'll have to look it up now, but yeah, I think one of those back in the day, I think the Babe Ruth was like the big con LE for, I saw him on the shelves. I never played that. I remember I, it, but I never I'm a huge baseball fan. And I, I was like, Nope, that's I started <laughs> mage night. And then I, I graduated to hero clicks and then I never liked metal stop there or like pirates of the, whatever it was. Yeah. Is that what it was? Pirates of the Penzance? No, but it's close. It I want to say Pirates of the Caribbean, but it's not. That's the it's not that either. It's 
Pirish of the Spanish Main. Sure. It's the stupid cardboard. It's the Santa Maria, the Pinta. I don't know. The colonizers. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so I guess the big, uh, the big news that was, I mean, it was broke by Howard, but then it wasn't broke by Howard, but then it was broke again. There was a little bit of controversy with this one because it seemed like the information was spread to the six or seven people <laughs> that watched the video. And, and then te- technically was we just... still don't know because there, we were told there will be an announcement and there may be a, there will likely be a temporary thing. Is but... that what Brian clarified? Yes, there will episode? be an announcement and at least temporarily to jump uh, ahead of you. Okay. IDs are going to be removed from Silver Age. Yes, yeah, so that's what the that's what the comment was. Um, Howard had made mention during his um, one of his live videos on Oxit, uh, talking about how Silver Age was no longer going to be having ID cards. And then Brian Galley from WizKids basically was kind of like, ah, I don't. There was there was some confusion there. And mm-hmm. then Brian uh, the next day came out and said, basically temporarily for this for the time being, yes. The ID cards will be going away in Silver Age. I don't foresee that being permanent by the way it was kind of spoken about. But I think because it's already, I guess, been announced, air quotes, that it's going to go that way going forward. Because as we also heard, uh, there will be state tournaments uh, this year. Their main focus was wanting to go to, what, Rhode Island and Alaska because I guess they haven't held a state championship in quite some time. I think actually I might be the last Rhode Island state champion, which is <laughs> which is comical to think. I'm the last New York state champion. So uh, I think that's the big push they're going to be doing is Silver Age. Um, they're doing state tournaments. They are going to be doing the Rock Cup again. I think in uh, with um, Scott Porter for what's the charity again? Huntington's. Huntington's. Awareness. Yeah, Huntington's. So be doing that, which basically is it's a uh, it's the same charity that David Newmark just paired up with for championship clicks. Yeah. Uh, down in Florida, they had the the drunken hero clicks and the the dinner auction the dinner auction thing uh, for Huntington's. So from what I hear, also uh, in the chatter for the next year's championship clicks, it's going to be for um, the I guess JSA is going to be pairing up with them with. Um, Jay Solomon for the suicide awareness. I believe it's going to be. I think he did specifically. It was like the American Foundation for Suicide Awareness. Um, I think so. He did the he did the one tournament right around the same time I did mine for suicide prevention and awareness here in Connecticut. Yeah. Um, so I think he's going to be pairing up with um, David Newmark next year for next year's championship clicks. I don't know if it's going to be. I mean, nope. I think it. I think Newmark already came out and basically told everyone that it's going to be in Florida, period. Well, he lives lives there. Like, it makes sense. And you had others that were like trying to like, you know, hey, come to Texas or hey, come here. And he was like, hey, no, like, like, this is where I live. This is more convenient for me. I think he also announced, too, that um, they're going to try to basically the, the price point was a little high this year and they didn't get basically their return on investment that they got from like 
and they the got hotel. feedback that the price was the price the was high. Why some it, people it did not come. Me. Yeah, like the yeah. price was high, and then the people who were there too were like, you know, yeah, we spent you know some premium money for the hotel, but we didn't get back what we thought. Like it was a nice hotel, but it was like yeah. it was we were literally in we were in this banquet hall playing hero clicks. It wasn't like the amenities were super over the top that we can, we can probably find the same for less. It's the trade-off of anyone that tries to run an event in a venue of that kind. If people are traveling to your event and you're being like, Hey, it's a really nice hotel or it's a very nice venue, whatever that venue is. If you're going to run a competitive tournament that takes at least nine hours, cause you want at least four rounds of Swiss and at least a top eight cut. Anyone playing in that tournament is spending the entire day in that in that room. And so the venue doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, that's and that's the trade-off. So you either yeah. want to not run that massive competitive tournament and maybe give people like, hey guys, we'll we'll go do something in the afternoon or we'll run battle rows, whatever. Or maybe, yeah, you you downgrade a little bit because as long as you're not stepping on rats and as long as, you know, you can go to the bathroom and it's not going to overflow. Hey, we're in a good spot, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> not for nothing. No, I totally get it. So I think, yeah, the, the risk reward, like the, the, you know, the, the, the money for the, the kickback wasn't, I guess, paired up appropriately. So I, the, they're looking I, to do some other things. I do want to add one thing. Cause obviously we, we all know new Mark more, but he does work with house rules gaming, which is owned by Chris Savoy. I've met Chris. I've met, spent some time with Chris. Chris is a great asset to the community. He is, he's not, he does other games. So like he's into Pokemon, he's into, um, he's like a J major. Yes. A, he was, a, he was real in the key for trades when it comes he, to, right. He told me about Keyforge when that first came out. I'm like, how's that work? He's like, Oh yeah. yeah. But he's like, I don't want him. I know we all love Newmark, but I don't want Chris to also be swept under the rug because Chris no, no, no. lives in Florida as well. So that's why. Nope. So it's both of them. Nope. That's a good you know, point. Cause everyone says David and Hey, hi Newmark. But no, hi Chris, no, Chris. <laughs> nope. You're right. You're hundred percent right. Savoy was uh, a big, uh, player when it came to helping put together the tournament and everything. Uh, so yes, thank you for that. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so I mean, we have that, we have the Kilted Classic, which uh, we don't know a whole lot about besides PJ putting out that it's going to be in Chicago. And I think he had mentioned it's going to be the end of March, early April. I don't know. There is, I don't know if there's a concrete date yet uh, uh, for that, but um I'm going to assume there's going to be some sort of a gap between the Kilted Classic and the Rock Cup because of the relationship there with uh, yeah. with PJ and, and Howard. So, yeah. um, so getting back onto what the hell we were say, talking about with Silver IDs. Age ID cards, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we had this big, huge um, influx when Silver Age was announced, um, and the community seemed to really take to it. When it was first announced and then the big uh question mark were some of the figures were troublesome and we saw the banning and we saw the the watch list come out right away and then there was the conversation of id cards and then we saw the huge price spike amongst all of the id cards that we thought were going to be super profitable and we thought that were going to be super game changing in the competitive scene and now we see all of the silver age IDs going away. What is your take on that? So 
my take is largely what it's been from the beginning. Um, I was traveling to competitive events when ID cards first came out. I watched other people that were friends of friends get completely burned out of the game because they're like, I can't play against something not on the map. I, you know, it was reg- regularly said, I hate ID cards. I'm not going to play this game while ID cards are legal. So from the beginning, <clears throat> I've always been sympathetic to getting rid of ID cards. I never played them. I don't really care. Like if, if you don't want to allow them because you think they're more trouble than they're worth. Cool. Like I can, I'm sympathetic to that cause at the same time. If you're going to have a format that's non-modern, it needs something to distinguish it as non-modern. Absolutely. So, like, um, I think it was at Huntington's last year. I think it was at Rock Cup. I looked because, to date, I believe I'm still the person that ran the largest Silver Age tournament since it's been announced. Um, But I was curious, like, what are the teams going to be? Are they going to be modern plus, or are they going to actually be silver? And I believe, to my memory... From top eight, Lucas, Tom Van Holland, I probably mm-hmm. said it wrong, but Lucas nope. was it. the only one that looked like he was running a, a Silver Age team. Everyone You're else primarily was primarily silver. Yeah, everyone else was like modern and okay, let me throw in an ID card or an old retaliator or something. But his, his was like, let me build with silver pieces. So if we're going to make silver a thing, we need to do something to make it its own thing. Because need otherwise, to embrace more silver than modern, or something. I mean, um, when I ran the tilt, that was a silver event, and you had to have half your build had to be silver, so that to get more silver elements. Yep, that was a mixed bag. Um, I just announced the Nexus first Nexus first rebash. Thank you for not mentioning it. Uh, <laughs> I left, last time I, I checked, I didn't have to toot your horn. You're you're pretty good at doing that. So. <laughs> But no, I mean, um, and what I'm going to try for this, <laughs> it's true. Um, what I would try for that is no modern pieces. See if people like it. Maybe people like it. Maybe they won't. But like, if we're going to run silver, I mean, every silver tournament I've run is 400 points because nobody runs 400 point tournaments. Mm-hmm. And in Florida, when we did the silver age tournament, multiple people came up to me and were like, Thank you for doing 400 points. Like, I never get to play 400 points. I only get to play 300. I want to play something different. So people want it. Extra build room. Yeah, people want it. People want, they don't want 300 modern all the time. I mean, some people do, obviously. But there is still, there's still a a request for it out there of doing something different. I think you've, we've talked about it before. It's something, it's part of the reason why bronze is doing well. Because at least it's different. There's something yes. else going on there. It's not mm-hmm. just you can't just take a, a modern team and be like, I'm gonna run it in bronze and I'm gonna kick everybody's ass. Like no, and then there's... it's like here, hey, check out my Quinjet. Hey, check out how this runs. <laughs> yeah. There's check something... out how this one's check out there's... our ban list. Like, no, those <laughs> right. guys out in the West Coast, they got their their own little niche thing going on, and it's they're proving that it works. You can, yeah, you can do something different. It. You can do something different and people will, you just have to commit to it. You know, you have yep. to be willing to. Nope. 100%. When I used to run events pre-carded, I ran all, all of my tournaments were 450 points. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I, I always built, I always felt like you needed about 50 points of support, which was back in the day was actually support 
and right. like telekinesis, like you know, like the the actual like support support, mm-hmm. you know, paramedic or uh, Doctor Midnight experience that had willpower and support. Um, and then you had four hundred power, like four hundred points of like, this is my main build. I didn't want, I didn't want it to feel cheap, like you were wasting points on support stuff that everybody is going to run regardless, but everyone's going to run their support a little different. Right. So here's four hundred points to build like some hammers with, like you know, get some big brawlers out there, get your you know your your ultimate store. Stuff like that to really go out there and just smash. And then there's an extra 50 points to, you know, try and keep that shit alive, basically. So for, so, so for <clears> now, because, you know, that this is another term that everyone loves to use with the power creep. You can probably build a 300-point team these days that would be considered like 450. Oh, definitely. Back, when, back in the day. I mean, because, I mean, Ultimate Store, which wasn't, isn't the greatest figure of all time. 140 points something like mm-hmm. that maybe even mm-hmm. more but his defense got so low that support was also super nice and i'm just i'm ranting about how the game has changed but like a 300 point or 400 point team is comparable to like a 500 or 450 point team back then absolutely i've even um, seen somebody suggest and like it's one of those things that i think is intriguing the concept <clears throat> of doing like a 100 or 200 point tournament just for the hell of it just to see what happens like you wouldn't run it for mm. big prizing. You wouldn't do, you know, a nine hour day for it, but to do like a weekly venue and be like, yeah, do 200 points. And we'll, you know, we'll bust out the maps from street fighter. We'll bust out the maps. Oh from, God. Uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Not the street fighter maps. Good. But or you like, know what like, I'm saying? We'll go a little smaller with the team bases. Like the, I think the they were a little by, bigger than that. A little bigger than that. Yeah, but yeah, we're going to do the ones where I can breathe heavy and your figure will feel it because <laughs> they're no. so close. No. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what they wanted to do with Skirmish when that was a thing. They wanted to try and like, all right, we're just going to airdrop your guys in. Here you go. Start it off. And it was like, oh, no, too close. Everything. I'm on top of each other. No. No, that's also complicated. It was it was I, mean, I don't even want to get into that. You know. Okay, but it's, on it's turn not, one, you can only do this. You only got this many actions and free actions. I'm not even talking about the play. I'm talking about the setup. Here, roll for every one of your pieces. Roll, roll, yeah. Ugh. Flashbacks, having flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Conceptually, really good idea. Yeah, I mean, I think look at what their non-hero clicks product is right now. They're pushing heavy. On uh, D and D onslaught. What do they onslaught. describe that as? It's a D and D skirmish game, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, there is merit there. It's just a matter of finding the way to apply it to HeroClix and make it work for HeroClix if that's what you want to do. Exactly. If you're, if that's what you're, but not having to have it be a thirty-minute setup. Yeah. Because that's just no. But again, what? Uh, so yeah, getting back to. <laughs> This is how it's going to be. Get used to it. We're going to be sidetracked and talking about historical things. and But yeah, for Silver, Age, for Silver Age, I'm going to go back to what I said originally, is that they should have never let the older ID cards in. If you're going to run it Silver Age, keep it with ID cards that are from, um, you know, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man to Superior now. Foes. That's what it is. Superior Foe, excuse me. Um, and run it to now, which, yeah, wasn't a whole lot of ID cards. And I'm a DC guy, so I mean, I was, 
all four getting to to play one arm Green Arrow again from the Elseworld set off right. of the the Green Arrow ID card. I'm like, you're not gonna, you know, have to twist my arm to play some of these guys. But it's like, also, now we're not we're not we're not a hundred percent Silver Age. Now we're grabbing other th- elements from the game and pulling them into Silver. So. Was it too much? Were there too many ID cards? Do you need to cut out the Age of Ultron and cut out the Avengers Assembled ID cards and just run World's Finest and the X-Men ID cards and then, like, the couple of con exclusives? Like, yeah, that's, you know, Swamp Thing. Let's play. <sighs> Still <laughs> Someday. No Don't even Someday. have a Swamp Thing in Silver Age. Someday. The, the thing is, is shit in two ages. <laughs> In silver and modern. Anyways, I digress. I'm <clears throat> so angry. But yeah, no, it's just, it's, and it's, again, as, because we're going to talk about rules, like, as someone mm-hmm. that constantly sees the questions from people of, like, what is Silver Age? What is Golden Age? How do I know? Like, be, to explain to them, okay, so Silver Age is everything from Superior Foes forward and this other stuff that is from sets you don't get to use. But because you get to use the similar. ID cards. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you can't it, use the figures. Right, you can just use, you the can ID use the card. ID cards. You can use the thing that people are so afraid of. There have been almost no Silver Age tournaments, and people are still like, I will never play Silver Age if there's ID cards allowed. Like, we Because, ha- again, going back, I have experience with it. It's not like when we allowed sil- ID cards, everyone had a full boat of ID cards on their with characters on their sideline with, you know, no. all these, like, no, cause it's like, there's plenty of other things. Trouble alerts are in silver age goes mm-hmm. to your sideline. Destroyer is modern. So it's silver goes to your sideline. Mad Jim Jaspers is there yeah. as well. Like there are, I understand the hate for ID cards, yeah. but you get points with every single ID card that's called in. You score the ID card. So, like, which is a whole lot better than having Destroyer pop in, just smash a bunch of shit, and then pop back out, and you score nothing. Like, there are much more troublesome things on your sideline that you don't score anything for Destroyer. that you should hate for. All the worst parts of ID cards with none of the risk. With none of exactly with none of the the benefits to the opposing no, wait. player. It's even better. Destroyer is colossal retaliation and ID cards with none of the risk. It's yeah, it's it's the colossal atom coming off the atom yep. ID card, yep. but you don't score the ID card. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I And cards, now we have mystery those. cards. Now we have mystery cards. Those go to your sideline too. And somebody will find a way to do something with those. So then it's competing for spots. Yeah. I'm not super, I'm not super like scared of mystery card. It's basically, no. it's like taking a title character and making it an ID, like and making it a yeah. sideline slot. But like, I'm okay uh, what with is it? I like title characters. I don't know why they're gone. Who knows? The, the chest of demons. Like that has some potential. Some of them have some potential. It's always yeah. about. You know, and who knows what figures are getting released that plenty of these have generic. Oh, that's not a term anymore. But plenty of these have generic keywords that we're going to get detectives in Marvel sets. Absolutely. What detectives going to come out in a Marvel set or in a future DC set in three years? uh, That's going to be super good and be like the mystery card. Like, oh, my God, everybody's got to play this mystery card. Well, it's the same thing. Everyone's have a tarot cards, too. 
And I I don't see them shaping and changing. It's a random, it's basically, it's a random algorithm that may or may not help you or even hurt you depending on where you shuffle it and where you, it comes out at. So well, it's also play style. It's like this. Most people are like, well, you would never play. I forget. I think the minimum is four. I can't remember the minimum is four or five. Five. Each each, Each suit and then a major arcana. So five. Yeah. So I ran a tarot at a weekly venue uh, venue right before christmas i think and i had it with like nine cards like i was almost to max mm-hmm. i shuffled my deck because of how i play i actually played more than nine turns went through every tarot card and had to shuffle my deck and keep drawing some and people how many, won't times, make did, it, how many times did it benefit you a couple times but like so like out of nine like two turns maybe where i'm like yeah let's do this you and know did, and then anything actually happened that the tarot yeah, probably. card pop- probably probably <laughs> I don't go, remember. go back to your notebook. Aren't you keeping a, a notebook? I keep, I keep very lazy notes because I don't uh, care that much. Uh, I There was even a couple when I was doing my breakdown. I'm like, I didn't even write if I won this tournament. I can't find it because the judge didn't put it on the win. Like, I okay, I guess that tournament never happened. <laughs> I mean, they may have put it on the win, too. That thing is... No, they didn't. Slowly crumbling. <laughs> I, like I, happened in, I know, pyramid underneath and I double-checked, but... Woods kids, if you happen to stumble upon this podcast, which I know you're not going to, for the love of God, can we please fix the win? Do something with the win. Can we make the win work for us and not have to work to make the win work for us? Eight, eight years later, can we get Battle Royal reporting? I was promised that when Civil War was coming out by a WizKids employee at Origins. Looked me in the eye. By the end of this storyline of OP event, you will have Battle Royal reporting. Oh, so 20... the only reason that they left Origins because they're like, we can't go back there. I promise somebody something that's never going to happen. <laughs> no, I've seen that guy a couple times since. I'm sure he doesn't remember it. And he's like, ah, Battle Royals. <laughs> What's a, what are those? Why oh. would we want to report Battle Royals? I don't know because you keep making storyline OP events that you want run Four as Battle, Battle Royals. Royals. Because people enjoy playing Battle Royals. Yeah, Battle Royals are fun. And I can't, I can't, I have to report two people getting a win and Two people getting a loss instead of ugh, whatever. Whatever. So uh, moving on from that, uh, we did open this up to uh, some of our Patreon members to let them know that we were going to be doing this ahead of time so they could ask some questions going forward. Uh, we will open this up to our respective pages, Clicks Nexus and Additional Clicks page on Facebook to ask the community to give us some questions. This one was brought up, I think it was by Jeremiah Peterson uh, asking, or it might have been Marcus Zilla. Asking uh, equipment, can you go over the updated equipment rules, and can you also explain how the new uh, lantern rings work with the equipment rules? Because that was was Marcus. It's a weekly question now on the rules chat. How does this work? But then nobody also searches on the rules page to see that it's been brought up multiple times i'll let you take the lead on this because i am a shit judge let me let me tell you how how shit of a judge i am i ran a silver age event and four people showed up to it and one of them had an illegal map that i <laughs> and it wasn't to, me it wasn't me to use. um so yeah that's how bad of a judge i am it didn't come into play at all but no it didn't after i looked at it i was like i think that that's been banned, and it was because so of if, it, if Aries is done uh, whipping himself. There you go. Uh, 
break, self-flagellating. Break, yeah, I am. I'm like the the monk there from what is that? The uh, the Da Vinci Code. There you go. I I wanted to say the other one there. I don't even remember the other one, but I know I know it exists. I just Angels, can't think of the name. Angels and Demons. There you go. What was his name? Barabbas. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. It's gonna I happen. never watched those movies. I never read those books because I have better I things to I do can't. in my life. I watched the movies, though. But go on. <laughs> go ahead. and You can take the lead on the rules. Okay. So, new equipment rules. We'll do the rings. We'll do the new equipment first because this will matter going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the rings, as a perfect example, have a qualifying keyword. On Nexus, I gave them the keyword so that you can click on it and search everything to see who gets it. If a character has a keyword that matches the qualifying keyword or someday maybe qualifying name, that's in the rules too, you can assign the equipment to them for zero points. That's the big difference. That's the big thing that matters there. For all equipment, you cannot play it on the map anymore. You cannot begin. You cannot play it at the beginning of the game on the map anymore. Yeah. So it won't be. It won't be going towards your objects. No. Or what have they called it? Well, they're objects. But they're what is they don't count towards your object limit. Yes. Yeah. Um. So they are assigned during force construction. Mm -hmm. They are not equipped during force construction. This is very important because people don't seem to understand that they are simply assigned to a character. They have to be assigned to a legal character you can't just say green lantern ring and you're playing all colossals like no you can't do that because it can't be assigned to those characters you have to pay the points for it if you don't have the qualifying keyword and then at the beginning of the game the equipment becomes equipped to the character and you have to like i know people hate filling out build sheets but you have to write on your build sheet like you know, Shredder is getting the Green Lantern ring. You have to clarify that. You can't switch mm-hmm. between rounds. You can't, nope. like, when you build it, you have to say where it's going, who it's going to. Yep, who who will equip to at the start of the game. Yes. You can't have floating objects that are assigned to nobody, and then at the beginning of the game, you play the shell game and mix them all around. Right. Magic Jaspers does work yes that was clarified he still works the way he always did it was a typo when the original thing they released because they corrected it to the clarification you cannot assign equipment to characters on your sideline so that was just garbled in translation so you can't you can't play destroyer and be like i don't know if he's even standard but and be like i'm gonna assign something to him nope he's on your sideline you don't get to do it red raven she goes to your sideline you can't assign to her because she's on the sideline yep you can't, yeah, you can't pre-assign it, and then when they come out, they have stuff on them. No. Yeah, no. That's not how that works, because that, you can't, because that's basically, you could just You can't do that points. now. Yeah. Like, for the traits, for characters that have optional traits, mm-hmm. you can't do that now if they're on the sideline, which, again, that's a common thing people don't understand. We're like, well, can I pay the points? No, because mm-hmm. it's an optional trait, and you don't pay points, so you don't use the optional traits. Yeah. Nope, that's good. That's a good breakdown of how, how that all works. Um... And I will cover one more thing that has was asked last night again. How do the the Infinity Gems from Black Panther and the Illuminati or the Mandarin Rings, how do they work with the new rules? They don't. They don't. That's the answer. I mm-hmm. know people don't like it, and I get it. Like, it sucks when something you like doesn't work the same because rules change. But the rules change. They don't work. <laughs> and in the big, in the big grand scheme of things, too, it's a Silver Age problem. Right now, right. they're trying to update rules to make sure that everything is going to run smoothly for modern. 
and then we can always assume that they will go back and try and smooth things out for silver. But yet the number one priority for WizKids will always be modern. Modern is what sells. Modern is what's played. It's what their their championship is for. It's always going to be modern. So they're going to update the rules and smooth over modern before they ever go back to fix things in silver. So well, and, and at the same time, even when Thanos, when Ultra Chase Thanos was legal, it's not like you could get all the gems on him in a game anyway. Like people would figure out ways to like, okay, if I can go five turns and I can KO my own figures, I can get all the gems on the map because they can sneak them in. But it's not like you could ever start that figure with all of the all the gems. No. So. I mean, again, I get it. I get it. But, like, it's of all the things going on in the game and all the things being changed and all the things people were maybe misunderstanding or struggling with, that's, like, issue 75. That's way down the list. That's not Mm -hmm. anything that is important. (laughs) Yeah, right? We still have other mentions of terrain rules coming out that they mentioned with uh, Beyond amazing the spider-man set i think that they announced it at worlds i mean there's uh, we who who the hell knows they still can't get the the cards to match the dials like we got other things we gotta figure out here guys (laughs) ah commissioner gordo that's my favorite i i don't but every time somebody's like i want to get the commissioner gordon legacy card i'm like what what are you talking about there's only a commissioner gordo gordo is very big Gordo is great. Uh, big, big Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> so, with, with that, so with that being said, too, let's go ahead and talk about um, let's talk about legacy cards because why not? We have some some things to talk about. Let's talk about them. What do you think is the best legacy card that just came out in the Batman team mode? The best? I've already uh, forgot. I already forgot Best which ones came out. Or most, or one that we think is going to be most utilized. Because I already know what mine is. Well, you go ahead then, because I got no I clue. I mean, I have to believe it's going to be the Chief. Being able to bring in a celebrity, oh, bring yeah, yeah. in a soldier, or and bring out a robot to the, uh, the Doom Patrol. People love keyword cheats. Absolutely. My man Wheels is going to be big. <laughs> I mean, that's probably... Uh, the right answer i i enjoy personally i like what they did with duos i like the way that Mm. they kind of figured out a way to bring split back into the game without Mm -hmm. bringing split back into the game um it's also ironic to me that i'm not a big dc collector like i get stuff but i'm not i have like 90 percent of these damn figures just I'm oh let me pull it out of the collection. I was going through and I pulled out like five crazy Janes. I'm like, why do I have five crazy Janes? No one's ever needed five crazy Janes in their life. You will now because she's awesome. <laughs> oh, she's she yeah, plays I like kind of like Bizarro. I like like that's just it. I like. I don't think there's any of them I don't like, but I'm also blanking because there's so many <laughs> that I'm I'm having like I know the duos, Batman, Common Batman, Commissioner Gordo because he's hilarious, uh, Riddler because I love Riddler. Uh, Batman Beyond Super Rare. Oh yeah, he's the one I keep forgetting because I don't have. I never had him. Um, I have the one Crisis from- Nightwing. I had him at one point, but he's the other one I keep forgetting. Which Crisis Nightwing. And then um. Crazy Jane Wheels. <laughs> Wheels. And then you got Casey uh, Green Lantern. Casey Green Lantern from Legacy Set. Yep. Which 
amazing. It, yeah, I, but I don't think people are going to play him because I don't think I think he's an old enough figure, just like Thanos. Like again, people are like Thanos is amazing, and it's like sure that card was amazing. Still, like five people played him because no one could get their hands on one. No and kidding. I, you know that's that's the reality of it. Like it's cool if you have him, which I do. It's uh, Thanos and Green Lantern. But if you have him, it's cool. But you're not going to see him out there. So, like, that's the other thing. Here's where I'll pontificate and go off on a rant. Nice. <laughs> you can't always judge things by how they're being played. From For legacy cards specifically. Modern, you can, because people can buy the boosters. Mm-hmm. The second those boosters go away, and it's a Silver Age set, or it's a Golden Age set, or what have you, or it's a legacy card now... You can't judge it solely on how it, how many of them are getting played because you're automatically limiting your pool. Because if you don't know how many are actually still in existence. Exactly. Like, for 20 years, WizKids, not literally, but through their actions, told us nothing matters but modern. Get rid of your stuff the second it rotates out. In, in, a, in a, yeah, in a vacuum, yes. Right, like, in a, right, in a vacuum. Besides those people that, like, you know, collect... <laughs> very certain specific figures or just the- you know there's all the hero clicks i collected for the first three years of my return to the game um but yeah so then when legacy cards come out i mean i've I, I hold on to stuff and i've absorbed other people's collections and i'm still going i had that piece and i don't mm-hmm. like i know i had that piece i stared at that piece and went i'm um joker uh, Hawaiian shirt Joker. That's a legacy I- card from this icons. set. Icons Joker. I love that Joker. I kept that Joker for years because I love Joker in the Hawaiian shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he is. <laughs> I don't think I have him now. I have got one kicking around somewhere. I don't know where he is either. But, but like, again, yeah. that's just it. Where it's even people who keep the pieces are like, yeah, when the time comes, it's like, oh, wait, did I did I get rid of that by accident? Did I did I finally break and be like, well, I got ha ha Joker now. So he's I'm going to keep him because he's my or um. No, we got Hawaiian shirt and bet in. Uh, yeah, you got it in um, Joker's yeah. Wild. It's yes. the um, which is probably when I got rid of mine because I'm like, well, I chair. have them now. I have them now, so this is a better one. From the Killing Joke. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, that also goes into like when people complain about pricing, like, oh, you know, it's a, it's just scalping. And there's one. I'll go on my little rant now. There's one thing. If it's a figure, like. You can't tell me that Kingdom Come Green Lantern from the Legacy set is harder or easier to get than some of the chases we have out now. Because through the years and through people losing stuff like in a fire or just through the years of having to move four, five, six, seven times and things get misplaced and things get lost, we don't know exactly how many of these figures are actually in the wild then you have people that complain when figures are like a super rare or a chase and it's like well that just doesn't seem fair well those boosters are still in existence though you can still go and find those probably a lot easier than you know an infinity challenge thanos or Mm -hmm. a kingdom come green lantern or some of these harder to find legacy style figures so if people are going to sell them for a price, then go ahead and sell them for the price. If you don't want it, don't buy it. That's fine. But also people putting them up there early before we see the the legacy cards, it's a gamble. And people are either going to take the risk or have the disposable income to take the risk and do it. So leave them alone. 
uh, and people are uh, who have them are going to try and sell them early, so leave them alone as well. And then when the legacy card comes out, and you see it, and if it doesn't match up, well, people took a gamble on it. It's like playing the lottery. But then when you have assholes who are out there that go to like I don't know, say championship clicks, and get a um, a participation bystander. Florida man and then flip it and try and put it up on one of the Facebook pages and sell it for $50 trying to sucker somebody in to have them thinking that it's actually a bystander that can be played in WizKids tournaments or actually any tournaments whatsoever besides championship clicks and then have the audacity to get pissy with me when I call them out on it and say it's not even a legit bystander and you're trying to dupe somebody into buying it and them saying, like, well, obviously it's not a legit... Well, you can't say that, because we've had the spirit of the game, and we've had the Scott Porter that aren't manufactured through the same companies that the WizKids, Bystanders, and Dyson nice and tokens. X yeah. are made through. It was something that they had to go through a third party, or a fourth party, or whatever the hell this is, to get these made, and to get them out for this event. And so, like, Scott Porter, people were out there making bootleg Scott Porter bystanders and trying to sell them before, before they were in hand before, before anyone had them because that exactly. was the year that it was all digital so literally yep. they no hadn't one shipped. no one had them they hadn't shipped yeah they hadn't shipped yet except for this one jamoke who's like check out these scott port and we're like how do you even have those none of them have shipped yet so it's like and then but then you get people who complain about the spirit of uh the game bystander when it comes out and it's off center and you have to realize they got smart and they did it off-centered so nobody can go out there and replicate the design because it's all of them are off-centered by the same amount. So if somebody tries to go out there and recreate the bystander, it's going to either look like shit and you know it's not the exact one or it's going to be perfect and you know it's not the exact one because they were all printed offset just by that little amount. So that people could basically authenticate them. And they had to do that, though, because they didn't have the time to have them put through and made through their uh, token, their Dyson token pack place or whomever made like the old like uh, ape and snake serpent bystanders that were all shiny and you couldn't see shit on them. So, well, when it's a factory, the other thing that people don't necessarily realize, because I have a bunch of poker chips um, and have made things. Whiz kids, when they mass produce things, they get chips that are in colors that you don't typically get yeah. in, um, um, what do I want to say? They get commercial colors that we don't get publicly because they can order in such an amount that a chip producer will literally go, oh, yeah, okay, you want those two colors? Cool. I'll, you want we'll, olive we'll green? That. Sure, right, we'll yeah, make that. We'll do that. Right. Because um, the ones that you usually get are black, red, blue, green. Like well, those are the ones that come in like the, yes. the, chip, the chip packs that you get like at Walmart. Yes. You get black, and like blue, red, green. Typically, Everyone. if you if you hunt on Amazon or you go someplace where it's going to do a wholesale, but it's direct to public, mm-hmm. they're typically going to be a lot of colors you want, like purple. Like I can get purple, whatever, but it's and white. It's never yes. like green and orange. It's like green and white or orange and white, mm-hmm. which and that's going to be your again, accent color is white. Yeah, so I don't even know if I have. I feel like I should have a 
a bystander around. To I be got able it. To be like, I got it. I'm talking about no, no, I'm talking about like an actual like old school poker chip. I feel like I had one for some reason and now it's gone. But yeah, all yeah. those chips that you get in those uh, the Walmart sets or even ones that yeah you get like in a, like a hundred, it's gonna yeah. be a, a solid color and white as the accent. Yeah. Just because. And I'll, you don't I'll be, get like the Elseworlds ones that are – I'm looking at them right now that are orange yeah. with blue accents or Joker's exactly. Wild that's green with purple accents. I'll so. be Aries Anger Translator too. So if you're going to sell something from a tournament, this is just best practices for every – I mean if you're not going to sell something from a tournament, if you're just trading anything, just give more information. Never assume people know. Like especially, especially if you're asking for a premium. Like if you're selling a piece, a pr- like pick a piece, I don't care. If you're selling C Note Superman and you're gonna still charge 150 bucks for him, don't don't be shocked and don't be defensive if someone goes, well, does he have his card? Can you show me his card? Because they're right. spending 150 dollars on it. If someone's gonna spend 50 dollars on a bystander, which I think is ridiculous, no matter what, um, tell them like, hey, this because be I transparent. Promote- I, right, because I've promoted tournaments. I've had people criticize me for posting in groups too much and then have tens to 50 people be like, I, did, I hadn't heard that you were doing anything. I hadn't heard that was going on. Like, you can't assume that every person in a trade group is going to know what Champion Clicks is, that it's an event going on, that it's a non kids event going on, because we already have people arguing about what a third party is. Newsflash, if it's not WizKids, it's a third party. Um, that, you know, what the uh, what the bystander does, like most people probably don't even know what that bystander does. I do, because I pay attention to everything, because I'm a crazy person. But most people don't even know what he does, or doesn't do. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's... And like you said, it's a participation prize. Like, I think, and people can get mad at me, but whatever. I have a podcast, that's the point of this, right? <laughs> If it's a participation prize for an, a tournament, that is whoever's running it. In this case, Newmark, and I believe PJ designed it with him. So those two and Chris, we'll say those three. Yeah. That's them being like, hey, here's this cool thing you're only, and again, because I've done it. This is that cool thing you're only going to get because you came here and you're part of this experience. So like, have some respect for that. Don't instantly be like, I need to turn a buck. Like, if you need to turn a buck, maybe you shouldn't have gone to the tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, again, it's this weird gray area of you'll have people that will complain about others who have something that others don't, and they're trying to sell it, but then when they have something, and I don't know, like, again, maybe I'm being a hypocrite by being uh, overly whatever about this person, but it's it's also, it's, I think it's a general thing. It feels shitty, though, when you're trying yeah. to not be as transparent as you can, and it feels like you're trying to get one over on somebody who may or may not 100% understand what's being sold here. Or, like, I mean, for example, we'll go back to a, a trade that happened years ago with, and I'll even say the guy's name because fuck him, Thomas Camacho. When he went out there and he tried to trade or sell one of the Ultron chases, and it was assumed by the person who was buying it that both dials would come with it because they always came with an A dial and a B dial. And the dude dicked them and only sent like one of the dials. And then when they asked where the other dial was, the dude ghosted and was like, nope, but you didn't. And they're like, well, 
one, they assumed, and then two, he wasn't transparent about it. He sold some shit for a premium price and only sent half of what made the figure premium. And that's why I get a little sensitive, I guess, when people are out there trying to sling clicks and not be transparent about what they're doing because it looks shady as fuck to me. And for me, it speaks to as someone who has traded less in the community. Like I used to trade like a gangbuster and Mm -hmm. now I don't. I've seen how things have changed to where and i hear it from other people repeatedly it's not easy to trade anymore people no. want more than like they don't want to make fair equal trades they want to get everything they can and give you nothing and we've talked about it and i'll say it here hero clicks is a small game like mm-hmm. if you're out to get everything you can and leave nothing for anybody else great there's not enough people to keep it going there's not enough people to support that like we it's and again like i said pull your pants up uh i don't know if you can even hear me uh but if you gotta just oh i'm away from you could you hear that no pull your, talking. pull your pants up oh uh, my ass out <laughs> yes uh, we gotta put this on only fans now they're paying no, for the good stuff it won't go to video that's all right <laughs> But no, it's just, it's, we, you know, uh, everyone recognizes we need more people in the game. Like everybody recognizes it. So, you know, you have to do the things that keep people in the game. And that means not trying to take advantage of people. Yes. And if that means you got to do extra, like if you're like, well, I'm not trying to, then okay, cool. Then do extra, like make sure people are informed. Hey, this is just a cool participation prize or, Hey, this figure doesn't have a card. You're not going to be able to play it at a WizKids event because it doesn't have a card, and you're not going to be. There's no print and play, so you can't replace oh, the here card. Here we go, print and play. No, I want, but it, but no, but that's the thing where people don't know. Like, and took us why? 50 minutes in the first episode to start pitching about print and play again. <laughs> okay, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, a lot more people were playing the game when print and play was legal than playing uh, now. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. It's just that's that's, that's that's one that that irks me. Is Be yeah, a good neighbor. And, and when the, yeah, when the trading, the trading now is, I want MSRP for my stuff, and I'm only going to pay you or trade half of what I think yours is valued. My stuff is valued ten percent above what everyone else is getting, and I'm going to value your stuff fifty percent below what everybody's getting. Yeah. So when everyone ever always asks, well, I use Troll and Toad. Well, I use, well, no, I don't because Troll and Toad or Cool Stuff or whatever it is, they're selling it to make money. Like they're selling it to get yeah. back a return on investment. While you'll see people on eBay who are selling it for what the actual price is going for. What's so I use that? I use eBay sold, not what people are listing on eBay because that's the same thing. I mean, shit, we just saw somebody trying to sell a Batman team-up set for $1,600. Yeah. Scott Crampton thought it was just the prime Batman. Which would have been even crazier. (laughs) But he's like, what is it? No, it was – but again, it's for the entire set. And we we already have people who are saying that they are getting an entire common, uncommon rare out of a case. It's feast or famine. It's yeah. it's definitely feast or famine, and that's what can feel bad. But it's where you can't. I'll take it to a different example rather than Batman team up because there's so much there. Um, I still don't have. 
There's so many, too many constructs. Um, I still don't have Spider-Man from Disney Plus. I don't have the one, the super rare that comes with the cloak because I haven't needed it. I would like to get him at some point because I have uh, Doctor Strange Supreme with sour cream, but I, I don't have it. So I was looking on eBay and I was like, okay, sold. He's going for like 18 to 20. Mm-hmm. When you just see it, what's listed, everyone's like 30, 35, 40. Mm-hmm. So some people be like, oh, he's going for 40. No, he's not going for 40 because everything cheaper than that is instantly selling out. Absolutely. So all that's left is the expensive pieces. So that's where it's like, you can't be like, oh, no, look, people are listening for this. Yeah, and he's going to keep sitting there because no one's going to pay that for him. It's the same thing with like um, Legacy Lockjaw. I yes. keep trying to find one on eBay and I keep missing it by like a day or two. People want like 40 to $60 for him. I'm seeing him sell on eBay sold for like 15 bucks, 18 bucks. And I'm like, shit, I keep missing like, and that's just it, where it's the ones that are higher aren't moving. Yep. So anytime people are, are camping like you are, hunting for them, mm-hmm. it's getting snatched up too quickly. But people don't think that deep about it. So they're just like, well, no, look, he's got to be going for this. No, that's the point. He's not going for this. No. And I'm, for sure. Go ahead. No, I'm pulling it up right now just so I can, yeah, yeah. I can so pull up. For, for Troll and Toad, even deeper, I know Troll and Toad actually keeps internal inventory. So they'll even... If they have, say, three of a chase, they'll raise the price on it just because for them, they're like, well, we only have so many versus if they have 50 of something, they'll lower it because they're like, well, we got 50. We can move them. Exactly. So here, but here's also, and again, this will go towards people um, to see when they see stuff that's kind of looks shady. So the first one that pops up is a lockjaw. That was sold for a buy it now price of $40. Okay. The next one below it, which was the entire rev set. For those that don't know what a rev set is, back in the day, you would get three of a figure, and it would be a yellow, a blue, and a red. You would have a rookie, an experience, and a veteran. So then when they first started off with their powers to them like when they mastered their powers so it was called a rev set a rookie experience and a veteran there's a rev set on here that sold for twelve dollars with two bids so you can't tell me that that person i mean maybe somebody was in a bind and they needed the lockjaw for a tournament so they just bit the bullet and spent the 46 dollars with the shipping right but then right below it, you're looking at uh, somebody who sold it, sold three of them, the rookie, the experienced, and the veteran, for $12 with $5 shipping. So $17. Bucks. Uh, Majestic sold a rev set um, with 22 bids for $25.25. Um, Lucky Dice, again, it's a buy it now. There's a couple, but there's one that has, all right, so this one, this one could be legit from November 30th. So we're talking about now months ago, mm-hmm. one bid for 40 bucks. So somebody put a bid in and so won it for 40 bucks. There's another one, uh, five days earlier that was bid on for 20. So it's all over the place. Yeah. And that, like the other part that needs to really. That one might to see if there's anything for <laughs> out there. I don't know. <laughs> Aries just hunting eBay while we're doing a podcast. Absolutely. Um, Multitask. <laughs> Multitask, bitch. 
But the thing that people need to remember that I feel has been lost largely is also like offers aren't (laughs) offers aren't personal. So like some people really seem to take it like, how dare you would offer me for it? It's like, (laughs) no, I was like, whatever. You could just say no. It's okay. It's okay to say no. And I've had people, I've had people say to me like, well, I can get it for this somewhere else. And my reply is, okay, then go Go. somewhere else. Like, I don't owe you this price. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not somebody that ganks prices up. So like I already, I was telling the story last night, I absorbed a collection and I'm trying to get rid of a bunch of, um, BTAS Batman anime series. Yo, you got any of them luck, Joe's? Yeah, right. No, <laughs> I was gonna say I did at one point. Like, why didn't you say something? Um, so, ready for this? Yeah. That one lockjaw that I said, the first one that sold for yeah, forty yeah. bucks. Yeah. It, there's another one from the same seller on here for forty bucks. <laughs> same picture, same everything. Seller, everything. Oh, yeah. Forty bucks. Um. Go ahead. Sorry. What the hell was I saying? Batman oh, series. yeah. Try and I had a bunch. I have a bunch of Kerr, so I just have a bunch of extra commons, uncommons, rare. Just packed it up. You always get confused by Kerr, and I don't know why. Um, I because I I think of curse. I think of the dude from Thor. Thor. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a Rev guy, man. And <laughs> these aren't Rev. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> but I have them up for like, I think like twenty bucks or something. Like note with free shipping. So like, hey, you're gonna get. If you just want a bunch of Batman figures, here's a bunch of Batman figures. You're going to get a whole cur. A whole cur. And then they're like, well, will you do 15? Like, no, I'm already no. giving you like nothing. I'm already making nothing off of this. I just want them out of my house. I'm it's not going to pay $10 you. to ship it. Right. I'm not going to pay you to take these figures. <laughs> I have to draw a line somewhere. I'm not rich. If no. I was, I would pay people to take some of these off my head. Like, here, fine. Yeah, or do what I do for tournaments, and you do. Bring them all to there and try to give them away to the people that attend as a thank you. That's what makes me sad. And that's also kind of like the slap in the face, too. Like If I'm giving away participation stuff and just, here, thank you for showing up, and then you try and take that and flip it for $50. Yeah. Like, that's... Go ahead. But, yeah. No, but no, I because used to... I mean, we used to get plenty of new players and it'd be like, I'd be like, what do you, what characters do you like? Okay, here, just take it. I don't care here. You like yep. Spider-Man? Here's a bunch of Spider-Man oh, stuff. Here you a go. There's a shitload of Spider-Mans I'm never yeah. going to use. But, and then people get picky. Wow. I love that. I've had that happen a couple of times. Now I'm just bitching about traders. Now, now but... yeah, now we're just <laughs> free sloped right on down here. I don't know what else we have to cover. I've, I've, my checklist is covered. No, because there's things you told me, but I'm, let me finish my thought real quick. Oh, and I must have missed them on my checklist then. Yeah, let me real quick. Um, I, someone's like, oh, I'm getting in the game. I need maps. And I'm like, I got plenty of maps here. Well, I want modern maps. Cool. You're playing at home. Just take these maps. If you have none, I will mm-hmm. give. Like, if I have modern, I'll give you modern too. But just how do you be like, I need maps. Not those, though. They're not good enough. Like, And I'm not even talking about... I'm not talking about the giant maps. Like I have from Incredible Hulk. Okay, that's a standard map. You can play on a standard map and learn how things work. Absolutely. There are some some of the old school maps too are way better than the maps we're getting now too. Yeah, I know. The Incredible Hulk map that you're talking about is that like the um the base? The sh- the, yeah, the ar- the army range. The one like, side is the army awesome, range. That's an awesome map. And the other side is the hand dojo or whatever. Yep. If you go back that far too, you get the um. Uh, Madripoor, amazing yep. map. I love that map. Yeah, I wish they had reprint that map. I love that map. Um, but yeah, there are some 
fucking amazing maps from back in the day. Again, well, which kind of goes to like, and I'm gonna segue right into another spot: reprinting of maps. I love that WizKids is reprinting maps, and there are some people out there that don't enjoy. Well, if you know, I, I would like to, you know, see new map. All right, cool. Again, if we have amazing maps that we want to come back into modern, just reprint it, but reprint it correctly, please. Right. Well, reprint and I, it I, correctly. I told you. Put the uh, walls on that bitch. No, what are walls? But like, yeah, like I'm cool. Like, go ahead, but also. Avengers Don't Forever. Don't put them on a tile. Don't put them on map tiles. <laughs> Avengers God. Forever were my favorite reprints because they took a map and then they said, okay, like the Avengers compound. It's mm-hmm. in winter, so now there's snow. Uh, cool. Awesome. Like it's just variants. a visual. Yeah, it's a visual change. Cool. It looks the, different. The map layout is already done. Right. Just hit, hit a couple buttons. Bing bonk. Put some snow on that. Bing bonk. Bing bonk. Bing bonk that shit that up, bro. That's Bing it. Bing bonk. That's, I mean, yeah, you can't tell me they're not just bing bonking stuff when we're getting Commissioner Gordo. <laughs> These motherfuckers, they, this is the epitome of bing bonking shit. <laughs> that's going to be my new thing. Anytime there's an error, I'm like, that's a bing bonk right there. Bing-bonk. I'll tell you what. Oh, I hit the old copy V instead of the copy P. I bing bonked <laughs> it. Yeah, new shirt coming out. Bing bonk. Inner circle, inner, inner circle jerks when you bing bonk it and it's wrong. Inner circle spelled wrong, and then just bink bonk across the whole bink thing. Or it's just an actual circle. <laughs> bink bonk. Jerks with an X. Jerks. Ah, oh. oh, bink bonk. So it's the other thing you told—this wasn't even my idea. This was your oh. idea. Uh, with the talk about knockback damage coming back, what other oh. rules changes would we like to see? Oh God, good call. I'm good. Good pull, uh. Aries. Look at that. Don't uh, break the, your arm too much. The one big rule change that I wanted to come back was knockback. That was the only one that made no sense taking yeah. away to begin with. Yeah. You're trying to simplify it. You're trying to do this. You're trying to do that. And then the one happenstance of rolling doubles, you and you're still generating knockback. Yeah. And then you just take the damage away. What is what is simplified there? You're still having to do all of the things. I still roll the doubles. I still move them backwards. Oh, they stopped a, a, sh- a one short because they hit a wall. But they don't do nothing, though. They just stop. I knocked them off of three levels of elevation, and they just fell into well, it, it marshmallows. It feels bad. It just feels bad when you take knockback But that's only damage. one side of that argument because it feels great <laughs> when you knock somebody off of a building and you KO them. No, um, what really feels great damage. is when someone has mystics and you're like, I'm not taking that mystics damage. Knock back, knock back, knock back. Yes. Yes. Gives you alternatives, but I don't know. Um, other rules changes. I love that this was your idea and you don't. And I don't have to. Yeah, you're like, hmm. is my guy. I love that I gave you the question and you didn't have an answer. Uh, because I here's the thing mm. for me, I can't really think of any rules changes that I want. I just want the rules to actually make sense. Like there's wording changes I want, but I don't want things to necessarily materially change. I just want to be able to point at it and be like, see, it says this. So this is what you do. Mm. That's all. I mean, the only thing that I guess I would want to come back is being able to use super strength during a hypersonic speed attack. 
but the way that they've done it right now by separating is so neutered that it's like and that's kind of where I'm like, but then we don't know like what's happening with the, with the terrain rules, that right? Sure, about. sure. Like, so we, yeah, like I don't, we don't understand. Like, they showed us some pictures that had like some blank value looking things on the side, so I don't know. I what think those hell. got shared. I saw those, but I had no context because it was like, just pictures. Again, I wasn't there. None of us do because they're just like, okay. yeah, we have some stuff coming out, and it's like, well, what is? What are all? What these, does that mean? What, what does it this? mean? So I don't like. I can sit here and can and say I wish that the, I could use hypersonic speed and use my super strength in it again, but I have no idea what the, on the horizon these terrain rules are going to be right. when they're showing values. Like I don't know, like are the terrain going to have values? I so I don't know. I mean, other than that, like there are not many rules that changed like pushing damage people are still salty about that for some reason i love now being able to just attack and not have to take any reverberating damage but it does suck to not be able to get onto clicks that i want to get onto because that con exclusive aries sucks on click one so i need to get them to click two but that's also where that's just that's design that's just yep design shifts over years and people need to like that's the biggest thing when i sat down and when i actually went through and rewrote all the special powers and stuff mm-hmm. like actually looking at sets in order and watching as special powers changed and as they realized like oh we don't have to have it just be two powers we can actually do something else like it on it on as uh yes there's an improv pr- up, uh, teacher that has said this, where it's like it unlocked the matrix for me. Where I'm like, I just see all the code. I see everything now. I, I can see how everything works. Yes, I could taste the colors and smell the fields. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but that's and that's why, like, I'm especially at this point. There's, I don't feel like there's too many things actual structurally in the rules that I don't enjoy or that are bro- like I understood the argument against pushing damage or against getting rid of pushing damage because it was such a core concept to the game, but I've been playing without it for what, two years now. And, and it's, it's like, this is fine. I could do yeah. this. And oh, what? you know what? Hold on for pure balance. Yeah. Great size willpower really needs to change because it is really way too powerful. A three through six, removing a token on the bigger figures and the num amount of like it's just it's 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 a bad time if you're on the other end of it like that's a negative play experience. All right, I can see that. Make it what a four through six? Yeah, even like a four through six is fine. It's a fi- it's still a fifty fifty chance, so it's still mm-hmm. better than anything else. Um, it's and they still could probably... also still make a rule like they could make a, a colossal figure and have one that of their essentials in, yeah. be like this person removes an action token on their colossal stamina yeah. on a two through six. Right. Whatever. Yeah. So they, they can make it so it's crazy. You yeah, know, or we, people can play a shifting focus team, drop a green lantern and then give it to a great size character and they can just get on a two through six anyway. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 That is true. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not for everyone that's like, why can't we unequip? Like it's not hard right now in modern to no to shift people out. If you and stuff? want it, yeah, yeah. If you want it, you can do it. You have to build specifically for it. Yeah, but again, like I just said, if you have, I mean, hell in Silver Age, okay, I want Dark Phoenix to have a Green Lantern ring. Yeah, that's going to be worth building for. Absolutely. 
you know like it's not that hard and i'll to talk about equipment changes too yes there is still no action to unequip you cannot just say i'm going to unequip something that's not how it works it's not how it's ever worked it never worked that way i know but people want it to work that way because they want to be able to do degenerative things (laughs) i mean that's the truth of it like at the end of the day that's all comes down to is like i really want to be able to do something that would clearly be really strong and is why things don't let me do it (laughs) um I think a lot of them though fall back onto the the old school hammers and split lip, where you could just be given a free action to equip. Back in the day when it was like a power action, so I think that they fall back to like, well, we used to be able to do it that way, and it's like, no, but you still you could drop. do it that you could do it that way because of, of three, this of one three things, three interactions. Well, it's, yeah. just, it's the same thing with like dropping a hammer into the square and quaking yeah. for free and stuff like that. Like people. They fall back on like the the way that that game felt, and then they, it's almost kind of like what the hell is it called? The um, Mandela like the, effect. Thank you. I wanted to say yeah. I was like Bernstein. Bernstein. I that's what you're gonna do. I was I know, like I was thinking of it. I'm like that guy. He was in jail. You know the dude. He liked yeah. rugby. Mandela. Mandela. He liked so, yeah, rugby. Like, that is the, that is the most perfect encapsulation of Nelson Mandela as a human being I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, you know, he was in jail and he liked rugby. Liked rugby, you know, from that movie Invictus with uh, Matt Damon, you know? That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> What's his face? Heimdall played him. Heimdall, <laughs> Heimdall played him. Oh. Yeah. Well, for a guy who can see, he didn't see getting arrested from prison coming. <laughs> Heimdall needs to use that. Welcome to the first and last episode of this podcast. Fucking horrible. Yeah, but it's like a Mandela effect where. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember being able to play like that. And it's like, yeah, you were able to play like that for one resource with split lip, very specifically playing a game. It's why I like, again, that's something I refer to at this point as your fundamentals, understanding the fundamentals of the game, understanding why things work the way they work, not just that they work the way they work, because, you know, people say it's like, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean, but I'm not going to be sitting next to you every day for every game for the rest of your life. So you better know what you mean. Right. All right. What else was on that list that I gave <laughs> you? That I, totally, I totally spaced out and forgot about apparently sets after spidey we would like to see and we have one answer for at this point which is avengers 40th or 40th 40th. avengers 60th 60th so yes so obviously a lot of things came out since we made this list we knew about a lot a couple handful of things things. good chunk of things so we uh obviously we knew that the spider-man set was coming out we now have uh more pictures and leaks and stuff like that from the solicits you can go to either respective page to see those posted up there uh and then yeah the question was what do we want to see or what do we think is going to be coming out after spider-man and obviously we have an answer it is avengers 60th um three play at home kits yeah i thought that was excessive yes um but then i also i'm like ooh, are they all gonna have specific maps that's what i'm curious if if i think there is more value there's more value if they each come with their own map yes versus like if they all come with the same map it's like uh kiss my butt but Um, uh the solicit does also mention i like they mentions the legacy cards they're coming with so we are getting 
Iron Doom from the Exiles as a legacy Ooh. card, which I'm happy for. That's coming in the Iron Man Play at Home kit. There's an Iron Man, Obviously. a Captain America, and a Hulk, correct? Yes. Yes. What was coming with the other two? So the one coming with Hulk is General Thunderbolt Ross, which I believe there's only one figure with that specific name. So Incredible Hulk? I think so. But remember, there was two of them in Incredible Hulk because there was one there in the was... Fast Forces and there was one in the main set. And, or or there's there a gravity was, feed too. There's three yeah. there's gravity feed as well. So, oh, but boy. I haven't looked into it, looked into it yet. And then the other one says uh, Captain America legacy card. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, it's real specific. You know, pick one of 150 <laughs> Captain Americas in existence. Maybe they'll redo one they've already done. Maybe we'll get to that point. Uh, I do also <laughs> enjoy seeing. Um, there's what two play at home kits for Spider-Man. It's a yes, carnage. Which and a we knew. But then so when they said the carnage symbiote and the venom symbiote, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. That was in the solicit before, but now it's the actual reuse. Yeah, from Superior Foes. Which I, I'm fine I with. think is awesome. Yeah. Um now makes me want to I have a canister still, but I don't have a card. So that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, oh man, I need, I wanted the Superior Foes one. So now, it's man, if only harder. the print and play was legal. Shut. <laughs> your mouth. But no, it does. It does actually look. It they look good. Um, and then the Avengers booster, the side of the booster actually has like cosmic characters, and we're getting another Disco Beyonder, which I think is hilarious. Awesome. Because so the collection I just absorbed after Christmas had some Guardians of the Galaxy stuff in it, and it had the original Beyonder, which I never had. Ooh. And so I said to a buddy of mine, I'm like, oh, yeah, I just got I got Beyonder. And he's like, the old one or did they do a new one? I'm like, no, the old one, of course. They're never going to do this figure again. And then what, two or three weeks Spoiler later, alert. here it comes. It's Beyonder. That's cool. I mean, I like the this is the things that I pay attention to. That man, so we're does. getting we're getting two anniversary sets. Yes. Kind of because Batman, well, the Spider-Man is what a it's the 50th anniversary of Spider-Man. No, Spider-Man is 60th. Is it? Yes, because Spider-Man was the first. Well, not the first. Fantastic Four was the first, technically. But that's if you start looking at it, that early 60s is when all the Marvel books started. Yes. So, like, yeah. Stan Lee stole all of DC's ideas (laughs) and made them Marvel things. Sure. Um, Who came first, Doctor Fate or or, uh, Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange, yeah. Who came first, Spider-Man or that's right, there's not a DC equivalent of Spider-Man. Anyway. So you're taking you're taking Moon Knight over Batman? They're not the same. I know people like to compare them. They're not the same. They're not. I'm sorry. That's like saying that Iron Man that Iron Man is is Marvel's uh, Batman. It's like, no. Like they're both rich, cool guys. That's that's where it stops. Like they're different characters. Yeah, Iron Man didn't have to suffer as much as Batman. Anyways, go ahead. No, go Iron on. Man doesn't just wallow in it the way Batman does. We get it. Your parents are dead. Move on. You're an adult. No, Iron Man just drinks himself into a frenzy. <laughs> That's true. Iron just, Man is an outrageous alcoholic. He's he a, a womanizing alcoholic. <laughs> anyway. Off the rails. No, well, it's like this. Um, I think it was Wonder Woman when we got Wonder Woman 80th. Mm-hmm. That year was, I think, Flash's 75th anniversary. Like that's oh. happened a couple times where we don't get 
you know, you get one, not the other. And I think Aquaman's 75th was the same year too. I think there were, there's been a couple where, and it, because, you know, Wonder Woman's the Trinity or whatever, and there was the movie. Like, it made sense. Yeah, I mean, but Aquaman fucks fishes. <laughs> it's true. Confirmed in Peacemaker. He loves fish sticks. Confirmed in Peacemaker. Oh, but people are mad. Never mind. We're not going to get into that because those people aren't worth it. Um, so what sets do you want after Avengers 60th, Aries? DC. Always going to be DC. Well, you're not going to get DC, so. I know. Thank you. It's never happening again. Did, haven't you heard? They lost the license or whatever other thing people say anytime there's more than three months between a DC set. Oh, uh, they <laughs> <laughs> No, Do you remember just, that? That was yes, what was it? They lost the license right before like JLU got announced. It was like they lost the license. We're never getting DC again. Well, I mean, it was also because we didn't know what the hell was going on with DC. Period. Yeah, like they still don't know if they want to do comic books anymore, or <laughs> if they want to sell that piece off. They just shit can the entire Batgirl movie. Like they're they, I mean, Henry Cavill comes out and is like, "Hey, I'm your Superman," and then like a day later, he's like, "Hey, I got fired." Oh my like, God, Mr. Carter, go ahead. Hey, look at me go. I mean, you got The Rock, who's telling, it was gaslighting everyone, telling everyone that Black Adam was like, like the greatest oh, yeah, movie ever huge, made. It's it's this huge success, and everyone's like, "Nah, man, we can see the numbers. You are going to lose money." And he's like, "Nah, nah." After merchandise and everything, we're gonna make like a billion dollars, and they're like, "No, no, no. You owe like a hundred million still. I mean, you let's haven't be fair. numbers." Let's be fair. The Snyderverse people started that. Every of one of those DC films were massive successes when they barely made were profitable. Like they've been doing that for years. I mean, but it's also this this, this weird thing of like what do you consider to be like it some people are like yeah yeah you haven't you you're not successful unless you make a billion dollars in a i know i understand but it's I, also one like that, the oh. one that i always remember was suicide squad not the suicide squad but the error one the one with will smith yes the and first it, one yeah it was like was really good people give me shit for that i disagree but it's okay you can be wrong um i, <laughs> I love you it's fine just bust your balls i i but, thought it was good man yeah you're allowed to killer soundtrack you bring up the one thing I can't stand about that. The soundtrack? Well, not the one thing. Yes. Well, okay. The soundtrack okay. was killer, man. Purple Lamborghini, Rick Ross. It's just that, like, Action five, ten minutes into that movie, there's, like, three hits from the 70s, like Rolling Stones. And I'm just like, okay, we get it. Like, there's famous music. I, can I watch uh, the movie? I'm not even talking I'm not even talking about those. You're talking about you the original to, stuff? You go to the actual, like... Okay. If you go to the actual, like, yeah, like the original music made, amazing. But anyway, um, Suicide Squad, towards the end of its theatrical run, like it had like two weeks left in theaters and it was just barely like from, you know, variety and everything crossing the making its money back. Like mm -hmm. it hadn't even got crossed into profitable. It just barely cleared expenses. And someone's like, man, that's a big, that's a big hit. And I'm like, no. Like, what world is barely I made my money back a massive hit? Like, it's not a failure because you made your money back. But I'd it's probably, not like, this is amazing. Probably when they won Oscars for it. I think they look at it like, okay, we we won some awards for it. Some old stuffy white people told us <laughs> we did good with makeup and costuming. But, but no. Sets after Spidey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We start talking. About, you start talking about Dwayne gaslighting people. He, I mean, 
That was, was weird. It was hilarious. Like, he's I'm still, like, at he's this still point. out there like telling people like it was uh, it's the power of positivity, man. Bro, just tell people like, yeah, you you made a movie that you wanted to make for 15 years, yeah, and it wasn't the best. Like you like, also made Rampage too, bro. I was gonna say like he's You've made movies. shittier movies. Yeah, like San Andreas. So, right. You were in Pain and Gain. That was I like a, I like Pain and Gain. Horrible movie. I love I love Marky Mark story. for all the worst reasons that it makes me laugh. If it was supposed to be satire, making fun of those two guys who actually did all of that, yeah. then yes, you hit the nail on the head. I if mean, that's how I it, watched it. If you were doing it as like it was supposed to be like an accurate portrayal, holy cow, you missed that was, it. That was a Michael Bay movie, wasn't it? I think so. I think so. But yeah, I don't know. It, there were parts of it that felt like it was a satire. There were parts of it where he definitely felt like they were like mocking this mocking situation, them, which I kind of hope that they were. But then I'm also looking at it like I don't know if they're. I know if they're uh, in on the gag or not. I know. Yes, like we're gonna yeah. act our asses off. <laughs> I'm gonna do tricep. I'm gonna do these overhead tricep pushes the whole movie while I'm doing stuff. And you're like, man, I really <laughs> making fun of them, and they're not trying to be serious with this. Sets uh, after Spidey. Barbecue hands. <laughs> Sets after Spidey, Aries. So uh, DC, what specific, like what have they not done or what have they not done well that you would like them realistically to revisit? I'm not doing realistic because it's never, okay. it's going to be the next one they're going to come out with is going to be, uh, what car, what cartoons do they have out these days? <laughs> like it's going to be, go? I don't know. It's going to be like, yeah, I, I would love to see like Justice League Dark because Swamp Thing. Right. But like, <laughs> but again, I mean, I've been on the Swamp Thing kick for, I mean, he's not even my favorite character either. Yeah, but it's just been so long since he's actually gotten made. The last time Swamp Thing was made was War of Light. Uh, World of Light. World yeah. of Light. Before War of Light. It was the Superman set. Like they didn't even I have put both him in, of those. They didn't even put him in Trinity War. No. Which had Justice League Dark members in it. It had like Blue Devil and it had like yeah. John Constantine and all them. And not and not a swamp thing. Swamp so, thing, baby. I don't know. I mean, I just I like what I mean, we're gonna see an X-Men set probably. Because yeah, I mean, we, we, we just got our Spidey, we just got our Avengers, we gotta get an X-Men set. You got you know, yeah, you hit Spider Man, you hit that, you gotta go back into the X-Men, then maybe you get like one more fun set from from Marvel, but I don't know what it could be. Ugh, I mean, we're getting a Spider-Man set. I would have really liked it. Would I would have really liked it to have been like a Spider-Verse set? Yeah, based off of the movie, because yeah. after seeing the trailer, the movie looks fantastic. Um, again, pipe dreaming here. I would really love like an MCU set mm. or even if they went back and did older movies, the original Black Panther with Killmonger, um, the first Ant-Man movie. You know what I, I we said? Can get a big, we can get a big tank, like, yeah. a mini, uh, you know, we can get the you, tank again. Like, you, you can know get what some... I, uh, I said to somebody the other day, because <clears throat> it was rattling around in my brain. If I had my druthers, if I had my magic wand to be like, this is the next Marvel set. <clears throat> Excuse me. Exiles. And then sneak in 
the Ultraverse through Exiles. So give me Malibu Prime. Give me some of those stupid characters. Like, uh, give me Prime once. Just give me Prime once. They own it outright. Just give me Prime once. <laughs> and it'll be amazing. Like, have one sculpt be Prime, just all puffed up, and then have the other one be the little kid with green goo just all around him because Prime mm. melts it away. It'd be hilarious. But no, in Exile Sex, I've just been re- I've been rereading the first Exiles run, which yeah. is really good until you get to Chris Claremont's issues, and then you should stop reading because they're awful. But um, I was like, this is like it's a what if. All it really is is a what if series, and I love what ifs. So like, yeah, I'm that'd a be a fun way. Is. To do an Exiles set and have it just basically be a, a, a powered up what if would be really fun, in my opinion. So basically, you want them to do like the what if sets, but no, no, yes, that's what I'm saying. Like not the what if sets, no, no, Exiles, and then give us some classic what if issues because why not? That's what it is. What I really want is turtles. That's all I want. I want like a proper turtle set once in my life. But you've gotten three, man. No, 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 no. I said a proper turtle set. That's not just three copies of the brothers. Like, there's 50 more characters they don't even know about that would be super fun. Oh, there you go. That's that's your that's your your way to like backdoor into it. You do a DC set of Batman and the Turtles. Yeah. Because they had the animated movie. Yeah, I know. So you backdoor in. Some... You know that ain't happening though. No, I have a better chance of growing a third arm. Yeah, we have a better chance of getting a Rokusaki. Then we don't do. Know, don't know who that is. That's the rabbit. Didn't we already get that? No, we've never no, gotten. We we've never gotten Saki because Saki no, belongs. The other one there. Saki or yeah, Saki belongs to Stan Sakai. So whenever he appears oh. in Turtles things, it's an agreement with Stan. Stan's like, yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> so WizKids would literally just have to be like, hey, can we do this as a convention exclusive? And Stan Sakai would be like, sure. Yeah. Because he's super it's- happy to let anything happen. He don't care. It's basically the same reason why we're not going to see Marvel zombies ever again. Right. Because of what's-his-face, who does The Walking Dead. I can never... Thank you. I can never think of his name. And people don't understand that. They don't understand that Kirkman owns the rights to Marvel zombies, so to... And it's the same thing with, like, Deadpool. Remember that... Remember the Deadpool giveaway that happened for five seconds? Yes. Pulled from the Twitter account? I forgot about that. That's Mm -hmm. right. Yep, because it's he, it's owned by Joey Can't Draw Feet, <laughs> and obviously working with him, I've heard through other podcasts on like through uh, pop culture, he is mm-hmm. a nightmare to work with. Uh, Robert Kirkman, from what I understand, is also is a sweetheart though. I've listened to him on Fat Man Beyond. He sounds like a great dude, yeah. but he owns that outright, like Walking Dead, like The Incredibles. So this is a guy invincible. Who's, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Invincible. I knew what you meant. Whatever. It's it's getting late. So it's getting late. It's getting late. I'm really? Let me blow up your spot. Once. I'm not gonna sleep for another four hours minimum. Yeah, I had my ass out once on video <laughs> and <laughs> talked about Mandela for a little bit. So we're all over. But yeah, so Robert Kirkman, he if you want to play with his stuff though, you better bring him a bag. Yeah. And it's just it's not like. It's the when you see Marvel basically backdooring their own stuff by making an animated zombies set, like a like a not a zombie set, yeah, yeah, an animated yeah. zombies uh, uh, show. Yeah. It's basically them being like, we can't play with Kirkman stuff, 
we have to now create our own zombie line and do other things with it because Kirkman is too expensive for us. Like that's that's where they're at. So they're like, yeah, 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 we'll do animated zombie things because animated zombies. And then we saw it like um, briefly in the Disney Plus. Um, they had the zombie episode there in the What If. Yeah, yeah. So and then they have the zombies show slated. So they're already trying to do their own zombie spinoff because they realize they can't they can't touch Kirkman stuff. So anybody who's like, oh, yeah, they should just bring this back. And again, it goes into me lecturing about intellectual properties and how difficult it is to maneuver within. It's the same reason why we don't have anime stuff, because so many different people own the intellectual property rights to books, to cartoons, to action figures, to manga books, to it's and you usually have to get all of them on the same page to play nice nights with each other. And if one person's like, no, everything falls apart. So intellectual property stuff is a nightmare. And the more and more I research it and I look into it for things. No. Well, and it's also it's like when you talk about IP law, it's like our IP law is insane. Like when yeah. you talk about anime, they ha- there's a little more of a tradition of it's insane, but in a good way, because it means yes. that people that work on it get a little more autonomy. Mm-hmm. And here it's just like, no, you know, I, here, here's a history lesson for everybody. Nobody cares about Marvel made the argument that by signing and by cashing your check in the sixties, you were agreeing to a contract mm-hmm. each time you cashed your check, which is not how any law ever it's works. not how any, like, this, this doesn't, it's not that. a contract. <laughs> That's you paying me money for my ideas. Right. Like I worked, I like it's not even the ideas. Like literally, I Work. drew this. You paid me for my time. You paid me my page rate, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be like, well, we're not going to pay you unless you sign over your like that. No, that ain't how that works. So that's mm-hmm. where it gets even crazier for us because that's what people don't understand when the Kirby family was doing everything. Like that was completely legal that after a certain period of time, they get to be like, okay, cool. It was work for hire. We get to take it back now. Like, yeah, absolutely. You don't get to keep it forever. Yep, and that's, like, I keep researching more and more when it comes to, like, the movies and things like that. People ask why we we don't have a standalone Hulk movie, and it's because those rights are tied up. That's why we had the really bad Eric Bana one, and then we had Edward Norton do one, and then we've never had a Hulk, a quote, Hulk movie since then because he, he just gets tied into everything else because it's not technically a Hulk movie. He's just appearing which is okay, but once it becomes a Hulk movie, it's not okay because uh, somebody, uh, some other third party owns the rights to a, and a lot of times it's distribution. Like, it's not even yes. so much that they own, like, only we can make the movie. It's like, okay, cool, you make the movie, but we get to distribute it, which exactly. carries with it its certain fees. Same thing. They, get, with they get, yeah, rights yeah. to the, the ink, like how much it makes in the theaters. And, yep. And then, yeah, you have these the weird... same thing with Namor. That's why I was amazed yes. that Namor ended up showing up in Black Panther 2. Spoiler alert if you've been in a cave. But I was like, oh, I guess that got settled. I guess we're clear there now. Well, he's. I think he got cleared because he came back over with either mutants or he came back over with Fantastic Four. He, he was he was universal at one point too, though. Yes. I thought he wasn't Fox. He was universal. So that was so that was where even when they were making the Fantastic Four, they couldn't involve him because it was a different studio. Yes, but I think then Fox bought that 
and they were trying to, and then Disney just came in like Disney and bought everything. I think the only things they're missing now is what is Spider-Man and And the the Spider-Verse. That's like the Venom and all that stuff kind of debatable because, you know, that makes me laugh every time. I'll say it here. I've said it for other other places. I don't care. Um, I love Sony who's like, we're going to make our own Spider-Man movie and it's going to be great. And then it's not. And yeah. then they yeah. started doing the, the, the team up with Disney and they were making more money than ever. And then they're like, so we're, we can do it on our own. And it's like, no, you can't like, clearly you can't the, all Disney just saying, let us give you all the money so we can use our character that we have licensed yeah. to you. 100%. And you're being dicks about it. Like, no, no, yeah. we need more money. No, you don't just sit there and take the paycheck and shut up. Uh, yeah. Cause I think, <clears throat> what was it? Like Disney only wanted like 5%. Yeah, something or stupid. something it ridiculous. Something, and they're like, yeah. no. And they're like, we we'll do it ourselves. Like, like we're literally like we want our money back that we put into it. And we're put basically they're funding all of it. We're putting yeah. all the money in. We literally want just to break even and then 5% on the return. No. It's like, all right, cool. You can do it on your own. You can put up your own money. And you're barely going to break even. Yeah. It's keep weird. Making, so, yes. Keep making Venom movies that nobody watches. So, yeah, so the grand scheme of things, when people have these pipe dreams on some of the pages and they're talking about, you know, IPs that they would love to come, it's like, uh, I go look on NECA's page and see what properties they can already do in their action figure line and pick from there. Because it's probably a whole lot easier because they already have the rights to do the action figures. So that's why we got things like assassin's creed and gears of war because they were making full size or whatever they were eight inch action figures for the longest time at the same point they're still making turtle action figures we don't get no turtle clicks i don't but then again it's a separate fee they're also weird because part of them is like owned by nickelodeon too Oh and no, Nick, they, like, they're Nickelodeon, all over the place. Nickelodeon owns turtles. It's just that at this point, what was it? Somebody said there's like five or six turtle toy lines right now because yeah. McFarland's going to do one. Uh, Super Seven already Super is. Seven that's where is I get the ultimates the... from. Mm-hmm. NECA does theirs. Playmates mm-hmm. is still doing them because now they're doing the reissues. And yes. there's somebody else. Oh, it's that like BSN or something. I can't remember, but there's, and then there's they also like... have the Lego lines too. I think still yeah. correct. I so. Well, those were what were those? Those were um, not Lego, but I think they do. They're, they're doing the other Lego ones. now. But I think they've done both. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like they did the other ones before, and now I think they did. Yeah, they're just they're, they're. But that's where it's like it's a separate fee, and it's that comes down to too. That is a concern. Like, are we going to get kids, the return on investment? Right. Whiskey isn't going to just yeah. spend money on on licensing to just on because you know one guy keeps saying, "Why don't we have Naruto clicks?" Because no one will buy them. Because um, I'm gonna, we're going to spend a premium price to make them, yep. and they're not going to sell nearly as much as a Marvel or a DC set would. Yeah. I mean, like, it comes down to I, I Still, I've said it. I'll keep saying it. I'll say it forever. Public domain is the best investment WizKids <laughs> can make in itself as uh, for the Heroclix line. You like, mean, like, the Undead line they did? Yeah. Yeah. Undead. I mean, an Undead 2 would be great. Or, People, like, I said... Go ahead feedback that I've gotten from the undead set was that it wasn't good and it wasn't, but like it's it, if it didn't sell right, it's because oh, how many people were like killing themselves to get 
that were super excited about the set. The site had the set had more hype than I could even imagine for uh like a third party set. We say third party set, but we an indie click set. Yeah, yeah. And then once we started seeing the dials, the dials just weren't good. And that's where it fell flat. I think it comes down to gravity feeds too. Like gravity feeds are great if you can get them in big box stores. Because yeah. that's what that is. It's that it's that collectible toy mentality. It's that vinyl toy mentality. Mm-hmm. And and WizKids has kept wanting to do that. I would be curious to see what the sales were on WWE as non-blind pieces uh, versus a gravity feed. Yeah, like it just... it's just like Star Trek. I think Star Trek floundered because it went from the first set was the full set, and it's like full cool. ten booster set. Yep, and then it went to gravity feed, and then. COVID happened too. So like there's a couple things that happen in there. Yeah. But still, it's like a gravity feed, it's 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 harder the way they do gravity feeds, I should say. It gets harder to collect. So you you the people yeah. that would be like, Yeah, I want this full set. How much do I have to spend? I gotta and buy I still what, get doubles? five gravity feeds. Right. And, and I, I still get doubles. And you put primes in there. Ugh. So now I gotta dig for a chase and a prime, and it's like <clears throat> The yeah. other thing, the other thing I think would be great, and it would take a little doing, and I don't know how the contracts are written, but how many of these board games is WizKids putting out that WizKids owns? Yeah, I keep saying Princess Zombie because I think that's a funny sounding name that would be great. Make a Princess Zombie click, like make a WizKids set that's all their IP they own anyway. Mm-hmm. If uh, depending on how the contracts are written, exactly, you know, other people work, but like. And then have it be like a WizKids set. Do the other, do the WizKids online or the HeroClix online originals. Do those. Yeah. As I like part the, of an overall, you know. The old school and people are going to, like, if you uh, if you want to know how, what these are, go go Google them. But do, like, the collector sets. Yeah. Like, we had the old school Green Lantern collector the action set. packs at yes. one point, too. Came out with six. It was it's basically, it was, it's kind of like what the premium, like, yeah, Hellfire Gala. Well, not just that, but like the um, the board game set things they're putting out, the premium board game set with the map tiles. Basically, it was like that, but it was done better back in the day because you got six figures. I'm, I'm being honest. I know, I know. You got six figures that were not tied to a set. So, like, I didn't feel like I was being ripped off where I, it was, like, just overly done, like, sculpts. Right, we, right. I mean, I'm, I'm using Green Lantern because at, back in the day – we got, um, what the hell's his face? We got Gnort, we got Chip, oh, we yeah. got Topa Ray, we got the little blue goblin there. I can't. I don't even bro- know the blue goblin. My brain yeah. is lush right now. It's um, Ganthet. Oh, oh Ganthet. Got Ganthet. Go. Like, and that was the only time you could get them. Yeah. So you got like these six. I think there is also like two others in the set. I can't remember. There was a blonde, the blonde chick, and then there was oh, another. Oh, Recia or whatever her name I is. I think so. And then there was uh, I can't think of her name, but you had like you got like six figures, right? And they were all unique to that that collector set. You throw well, a map in there, you throw some dice in there, call it a day. Hellboy can't, can't get me Hellboy. They did Jason versus Freddy. They did Aliens versus the Predators. The, the uh, Alien the Queen. Yeah, the, the, the Alien Queen was separate too, right? Yep. They did the Giants <clears> with like Colossal Boy, Adam Smasher. Yeah. Um, what was the there? I feel like there was one other one. But invincible. Yeah, the one, invincible. The one that, they did invincible. invincible. Yes, invincible was it. 
Um, and the one that we're talking about, Watchmen, was the huge premium, yeah. like the Hellfire Gala. It opened up. It was beautiful. The dials were dog shit, though. Except so, for Manhattan. Manhattan was like the only Manhattan. thing that was good. Yep. The and it's like, ugh. like if they, I feel like they're, I feel like their figures have been a lot more playable. I think since, God, compared to what some of those older sets were, mm-hmm. to now, I feel like the figures. Even if I get like the commons, the commons feel super playable. I don't feel like if I'm getting multiples of certain things, it's bad because usually right. like the generics, quote generics in the set, like I would want multiples of because running them in a swarm is fun. And like I'm not like you see like the seal teams where people are picking to play like almost all commons on commons and rares because they play better. Right. So like I don't. Like, just do that, but do it in a set. And I think the Hellfire Gala was that. Yes. Hellfire yeah. Hellfire Gala, all the dials look really good. They're not, like, they're not going to be breaking <clears throat> the competitive scene anytime soon. But I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. They the, come with the, the, the cards look premium. Yep, yep. Toss some map in there. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen dials for them yet, but, like, some of the Iconics, it looks like it's going to be yep. a similar vein in a different... A little different, but, you know, I mean, the Hall of Armor, okay, you're going to get, what, four or five whatever figures? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, because we don't know the details. I'm just saying what we've seen. What we've um, seen, the images. Yeah. I mean, Death of Superman, we've seen. We're getting, like, that. Whether they're going to be together or not, I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know that either. They, they, it looks like they pair up to where, like, you can make them in a scene. Like, the they, Superman yeah. fighting. Well, there's remember. that. There's Superman versus Doomsday, but then there's, uh, and it's hard to find too. But there's one that had like John Henry Steel, Superboy, yes. Eradicator. So like that looks like that's its own thing. Mm-hmm. So like I'm it, 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 as long as it's reasonable price price wise, I'm all for that stuff. Like yes, give me some of the third party stuff. iconic stuff that you give me some some cool ass turtle shit. Oh, um, give me like. Get- like, dude, do a like the 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 sewer playset. Even if it's just yes. the box, even that if would the be box awesome. is just like that. And then like right. inside of awesome. it, like you have the original Ninja Turtles, and you Technodrome. You do the Technodrome in, with a bunch of foot soldiers, a foot soldier and Baxter and a Shredder. Yep. Absolutely. Now you're getting me all excited. Like you can do a canister of ooze, and you can do like Rocksteady and Bebop. That'd be and awesome other. too. Like oh, like it's, I know. Again, give, give and that's the stuff. Don't do that, a full set. Give me a cool six figure yes. collector set. I'll drop 40, 50 bucks for that. And that's and the stuff. Like six good dials with a map or some they, dice and shit. If they talk to the right people, that's the stuff where maybe they do a second print that goes to the big box stores. Because to take that and put it on a shelf in the toy section, yeah. someone's going to look at that and be like, what is this? Take this looks drone. cool. Yeah. You throw, a little, you throw a map in there with it and some dice. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else? Happen. No, we're we're getting ourselves so hyped up for something. <laughs> for that stuff that's just not gonna happen. Never gonna see everything else for the rest of the year is gonna be nothing but a letdown. <laughs> Wait for that technodrome we talked about. It's never <laughs> happening. What the hell ever happened to that ooze that we were gonna get with the Rocksteady and Bebop? That's the worst part. You know that's gonna happen, right? Like in six months, someone's gonna post in one of the groups. I thought they were gonna do like a Turtles Iconics in a Technodrome, man. Like they were well, talking about it on this got any images. 
Uh, Dude, I think that's- that happened. So I, I actually, spoiler alert, because I'll share it around when it happens. So you remember, remember the Toon Click set that was going to happen way back in the day? Like, was this directed around the same time as, like, the My Little Princess and stuff, too? No, no, it was even before that. It was, okay, like, then, we're talking, yeah, like, indie so, yes. set era. Yes. And so they released one, like, sculpt, and it was a golden Scooby that looks very similar to the Scooby we've got, but mm-hmm. it was it was gold. I ordered gold paint, and I'm going to – I have a couple extra common Scoobies, and I'm going to pr- try and get a couple of the prizes, and I'm going to paint it gold. And I said this because I'm like, just as a, you know, piece of Heroclix history, I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. And somebody saw me say it or something. It was like, I thought we were going to get a golden Scooby in this set. It's like, no, brah. Like, that's something I said I was going to make because it's history. It's not like it'd be cool. It would have been really cool if we did get one. But no, man, that was never nobody made that promise. (laughs) No, we've seen we've seen that come and go so many times over the years where you would see something again. the, The Deadpool thing on Twitter for five seconds, like. I still remember people talking about it months afterwards. No. Weren't we getting some cool Deadpool giveaway and this and that? And I was like, eh. And they, they tore that down quickly. So I don't know how that how how much well, that What's even like this? I remember when the set page for Superior Foes went up and there was just this phantom rhino sculpt that wasn't in the set and got pulled out. Like it never happened. And somebody just asked me that like two weeks ago. Like, did we ever end up getting that rhino? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was in EarthX. Like it looks from what I remember, it was in EarthX. It's just like um star brand remember when star brand was going to be in, oh yeah what was it he was going to be in a different set and then he just like it just it was in an advertisement in game trade magazine never happened and then i think he came out in avengers assemble yeah he was a bad chase in that <laughs> no no yeah. i'm about the super and super prime oh the kid yeah, because the kids. Yes, I'm thinking of the star brand that was the chase the hulk, the hulk star brand yes. that was like Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've we've seen there's that a so many times things where something yeah. pops up and then all of a sudden it's like it's like the, the cow from Twister. They show it in the trailer, then the cow never shows up in the movie. And you're like, remember, you saw that cow in the trailer. I never saw that cow scene in the movie. Oh, it never happened in the movie. OK, so they put something in the trailer that never existed in the movie. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool i think there is something that just happened with something like that where it was something was something was shown in a trailer mm-hmm. and it never happened in the movie and somebody was trying to sue that went the, through that went did through. It? They, won. they won so i wasn't going crazy about that no. or i thought i saw that what, what movie was it for i don't remember because i saw just saw the headline that court case proves that now movies or movie studios can be sued for misleading trailers for false advertisement for misleading yeah. trailers it was. I think it was something where they put somebody in a trailer that wasn't to draw, in the movie. To draw eyes and be like, yeah. "Oh, she's going to be in this movie," and then she never showed up, or her scenes were cut, or whatever yeah. the case was. And it's like, "Yo, I saw this person in the trailer, and they weren't in the movie. Where did she go?" Like, I went to the movie to see this person because I'm like, "Oh, I like that actress." Let yep. me go see she, and then, and then she's not there. You bait and switched me. You told me so and so was going to be in this movie, and then you cut her scenes. Or she like pulled her like her whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember seeing something like that and I thought I was losing my mind. All right. No. I mean you are probably losing your mind, but not a little bit of that, that as well. Yeah. I'm gonna laugh my ass. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna laugh my ass off if like August. It's like, dude, I thought we were getting a Technodrome iconic Technodrome, set. Like, we were getting like Baxter in the hand ninjas and stuff, man. We're getting super shredder with Kevin Nash. 
<laughs> that Kevin would be Nash, cool. Super that would be amazing. Would be awesome. My favorite. So I watched. There's. I've watched a couple shoot interviews. Get a with Vanilla them. Ice. Vanilla well, ice. I have the Vanilla Ice bystander. I mean, I'll give it to you one time if you oh, want to see man. it. Um, I should make that legal in Nexus tournaments. Uh, I'll sell it for fifty. <laughs> but no, it was one of my favorites. Was Nash was doing a shoot interview like ten years ago or something, and somebody brought up, uh, you know, Team NT two, the movie, whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, when I did Turtles," and I'm just like, he calls them Turtles, just like a fan does. This is awesome. <laughs> he's not like, "Oh yeah, that stupid movie I did." He's like, "No, nah, man, Turtles was awesome. I like doing Turtles. I like being Shredder." Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's done a couple movies now. He's done. Shit, he did John Wick. Yeah, he did, he did Grandma's both Boy. The, and he did both of the um, Magic Mikes because he got tight with Tatum there. Like, he's buddies with Tatum. Yep, he did um, the original Punisher Yep, as the Russian. Yep. I, fi- I find it funny that he's played Russian twice. He was, like, the over-the-top stupid Russian for the Punisher. And, and then, then played Wick. Russian and John Wick. Yeah. You're down 60 kilograms. Good for you, Kev. <laughs> I can hear your quads breaking as you walked away from John Wick in that movie. You stupid fuck. All right. Uh, anyways, that's gonna be the end of this. Then if I, <laughs> once I start, once I start cussing at Kevin Nash for no reason, it's time to wrap it up. Uh, wrap it up. Wrap it up. It's time to go. My ass has been out, and and now I'm <laughs> cussing out Kevin Nash. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the first episode of the Inner Circle Jerks. We hope to hear from you all soon. Get some feedback. Get some questions. Uh, and then get up with another uh, episode and start going over some more rules and just chopping. This is how the, they're going to be super casual. We're going to get off topics. We're going to talk about pop culture and things like that. Um, and if you want then, us to elaborate more on like intellectual properties like we have tonight and stuff like that, we're more than happy to just talk just talk and have fun. That's what we want this podcast to be. It's just and, being some. And then at the end, Aries is going to plug his Patreon because that's what you do at the end of a podcast. So if you oh, is that what I'm supposed to, to do? support you? The, yeah. Well, I mean, oh. you're supposed to. You're doing the video too, so you're supposed to do the whole like, share, subscribe, smash the button. I don't do that. Cobra ties, sweep the leg. I don't. No, do that. at a minimum, if you, you want to, just... if you want to support the channel, go to the, yeah Patreon.com/slash Dish Up Clicks. I do it or don't. Go. I don't care. Or um, patreon.com slash clicksnexus. I do you, care. Can you do it over me. there? He does way more work than I do. I need to do more for my Patreon group. Well, this is the beginning. This is I'm how a we scumbag. Start. This is how we start. <laughs> I give I give a lot. I that's what, I give out a bunch of stuff, t-shirts yeah. and shit. But like I need to do more. So we're going to do more. So this is the start of doing that. So there you go. we thank you all very much for being here. We're an hour and fifty minutes into this bitch. People are gonna drop long enough. after fifteen. It's not long minutes. enough. No, oh, we got to do, like a, more. We gotta do like a five-hour tier maker? Yeah, let's do a set review of a 30-piece set for six hours. No, thank you. <laughs> They're all good and sealed and done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a great evening. Take care. So Love you. Stockton, but I'm passionately moving sonic. Slashing me the level I attack a beat. So every time they rap with me, I got them stepping back like Luka Doncic. Foot is on the pedal, I've been creeping, about to drop a bomb. Choking up the devil like a